0: Welcome to Utterly Geek, your weekly video game news podcast. I am Darren Bell. I am joined this week, as most weeks, by Chris Walzik and Steven Petrella. It's really an uneventful week, so why don't we get into it? (laughs) Yeah, like seriously, there's like nothing. But we do have an update to the continuing saga that is the death of Telltale Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier last week, there was news coming out, uh, a couple of individuals who are a part of the skeleton crew started tweeting out saying, well, we're all fired now too. Uh, that wasn't entirely true, a good chunk of them were let go, but not entirely, so it seems like they're down to a skeleton of a skeleton, <laughs> which I guess would be a femur? They're like a femur left.
1: Well, whatever is, what's, what's the small bone, I guess, maybe like a, a toe a toe bone? A t- mm-hmm. Their toe bone. Their toe bone? Uh, maybe like the pinky toe, like that's about it. That's what's left of that bone crew. Toe bone will now forever be my wrestling name. <laughs>
2: toe I'm toe bone. bone is ready. To- toe <laughs> bone is ready. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, fucking yes.
1: stub you all day. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his that's you're, his pro move is the stub. Yes. Yeah. You cause him you cause him to limp for like hours. Yeah. And it's just it's just a pain that's just unsettling and it always just it it lasts if, way if longer it than it right, fucking should.
0: If you do it just right, it'll embed the toenail further into uh, the toe. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, let's make it real gross. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so toe bones now at Telltale Games. <laughs> It's a skeleton of a skeleton. But then, toward the end of the week, they went ahead and announced that they've struck a deal with Skybound Games, where Skybound will come in and take over the development of the final season of The Walking Dead, so that players will be able to actually finish the story, at least. Mm-hmm. And they have hired
2: on, is it the entirety or a large chunk of... I don't know. It just said, from, what, from the thing that I read, it just said uh, people who worked on the original walking dead series that's good so well good yeah it didn't say how many but hopefully hopefully they hired a decent chunk of them back to the to the at. original
1: being the people that worked on episode one because that yeah, would be I think it's episode or season, one. One. season one season, season one, one man. yeah because that's I the that's, best one
2: <laughs> i think that's what it was getting at the original season one because okay. and yeah, hopefully
0: it said, hopefully this isn't just a contractual thing where like oh you'll come in and you'll finish this off and then we'll part ways again I, I I hope these people have found good, yeah, jobs.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, is that I, Telltale is in the Bay Area. There's a lot of companies here in the Bay Area, <clears throat> Ubisoft, Zynga. <laughs> I feel dirty saying that, <laughs> Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and a lot of those companies reached out immediately and said, "Hey, you know, we'll 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 help you mm-hmm. if you need to." So. Good on them. Uh, good on Skybound. This looks good for Skybound.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, what else have they made? I, I looked it up, uh, although I'm going to fucking forget right now <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what the hell they did. Uh, Useful. Yeah, I know. They did publish something. I Oh, Hollow Knight. I think they published Hollow Knight. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I know I've seen that logo uh, all across the place. Oh, Slime Rancher. Wanch- Slime <laughs> okay. Slime Rancher. Oh, and the Long Dark. Yep. There you go. Uh, they did a VR game called Giant Cop, which is really stupid.
1: Hey, maybe uh, the Telltale guys can help with uh, the Long Dark and their story, because <laughs> apparently it's not great <laughs> from what I've heard. <laughs> But also, I've I've also heard that the creative director behind it is also an arrogant prick. So there's there's also that. There's that too. But at least this is they've gained some goodwill.
0: Skybound, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't know if there's much else to be said. That sounds like the shutting of the doors and the more or less end of Telltale. Then. Yeah. Unless all of a sudden. turns out that skybound actually bought the rights to all of their shit but i doubt it i think all those contracts are just up and done at this point
1: yeah i'm curious as to like who's left at telltale really like maybe it's just all the executives just blowing and fucking each other like and doing coke <laughs> like and just spending all the money as much as they can before they fucking uh, them. i i I
0: doubt that. I bet you're all—they're all just drinking in depression. <laughs> yeah. Because the way the way this all sounds like it shook down, it sounds like at the last minute some big business deal that they had might have fallen through. Mm. It sounds like it just came as a shock to everyone involved.
1: Yeah. Well, but there was something. Just... There was something that Telltale was working with, weren't they? Like with yeah. S- something. I don't know if it was like a show or movie or something that they were working on. Yeah, it
0: was Netflix. They were working on the Stranger Things. Okay. Game. That's right. And it sounds like they were relying on funding from some other big project that just didn't go through.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's yeah, it
2: just sounds like everything just fell to shit. Mismanagement. Yeah, yeah I'm, I I think there, there's still got to be more to the story because it can't be I don't know. It just seems a little fishy to me that one yeah. big deal falls through. Like people, like these CEOs are smart. They've worked at a lot of other companies. They know what's going on. So I imagine a deal f- fell through, but there's got to be more to the story than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it, if your entire business operation is reliant on the next big thing coming through, you're doing something fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think one of the fishiest things to me about this whole thing is that they've recently got a new CEO. Mm-hmm.
1: So that yeah. that
2: in and of itself is just a fishy thing to me because that, I don't know. It, and it also depends on what that past CEO has done. Because sometimes companies understand that they're not, that they're going under, and they want to get somebody who knows how to give them the best bang for their buck in the last like year or two that they survive and get everybody dispersal of the money in the best way that they can. So they, there's strategy behind a lot of that, and I don't know. It just sounds fishy to me. Because that
0: was just this year that they announced the CEO switchover. That was, like, in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not even eight months later, just have them shuttered. Yeah, I don't think this is a last that we'll hear from the business side of things. I want to read the tell-all. I want to know what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be very interesting to see. Uh, let's see here. Next bit of news. PUBG players are upset at a recent patch. Stop me if I sound like a broken record. <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, essentially, this is a big patch to deal with matchmaking, which is a new feature. Mm-hmm. Right, Um, and region locking changes. Now, as someone who hasn't played PUBG in quite some time, (laughs) what's new about the matchmaking, Wally?
1: So the way it works is that it's supposedly supposed to automatically, uh, based on your uh, connection, like it it basically reads from your client uh, where you are located, and it should supposedly automatically throw you into a server... Whatever, whatever is closest, so mm-hmm. that way it's so that way people aren't manually putting themselves in other servers because that was what it was previously was people were like fucking people in Asian servers were jumping over to U.S. servers or you know um, oh you're just EOS choosing servers. your region yeah whereas so now they've taken
0: that out and yeah. it's automatically <clears throat> okay yeah
1: so that's what they did um, however because PUBG got a PUBG y'all. Uh, it fucking randomly throws people into random servers that shouldn't be in the servers. Like, so... Okay. Like, So for if example, your ping
0: would be better connected to, like, Asia Pacific as instead of North America?
1: Yeah, it just... Whatever your ping would be better, that's where it automatically throws you into. However, it's fucking broken because I was thrown into servers where I had 150 ping. On a lot of games, because I played this past weekend with that patch that came out. And it was right. like, it was like one in every three or four games, I would actually get the 60, 60 ping, which is like, you know, at least fucking mid-coast uh, US servers. But like, there were times where I was put in the games where it was like, I was at 150. I was like, huh, so this is clearly not American servers, so I don't know where the fuck I am. And it doesn't fucking tell you. It doesn't tell you what server you're on. It just... uh, Luckily, they have that network... uh, That whole, like, network stat system set up from their previous uh, update. Because, Jesus Christ, if they had this out without having those stats rolling, like, there'd be way more fucking fires. Yeah.
0: I can understand the frustration, and that's really terrible. That sounds like some... Fucking Master Chief Collection
1: level bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like I, a buddy and a buddy and a buddy and myself, we tried to play the uh, the event mode, but we just kept getting into Asian servers, and we we knew because we had all chat off. And I looked at the ping, and I was like, huh. I'm at 280, where are you at? And he was like, oh yeah, I'm almost hitting 300 as well. And I unmuted the mic and it was all fucking like, <laughs> it was nothing but like Chinese people Asian. talking. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, huh, I don't understand any of these people. I think we're on the Asian servers.
0: <laughs> how do you do, like, that's what I don't understand is how they managed to fuck this up. Uh... I
1: mean, uh, I mean that's almost a rhetorical question at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> it, it
0: really is. I'm not looking for
1: an answer. Yeah.
2: It's the answer is it's blue hole.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
2: that's the answer.
1: It's kind of funny because I haven't seen uh in the last like two months. Um, basically ever since like fixed PUBG came out, I I've. O- only seen people still call them Blue Hole. And I know they're like, please call us Pub, pub Corp because we're not yeah. affiliated with them. And it's like, no, fuck you. You're getting that name because that's what you fucking started <laughs> with. And every time you fuck up, we're calling you that. Yeah, you're still so Blue Hole. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Ugh.
0: So, that's, yeah, it, that's disheartening it,
1: it it was another one of those things where it was like in theory and on paper it sounded really good and it was like oh okay yeah that's how it fucking should be but then the you know because they don't know how to fucking code yeah
0: so I'm, I'm not so quick to judge on that aspect of it because I don't know game development and what right. goes into that but at the same time you used to have a thing that worked yeah and then you introduce a new thing, and it breaks what else you had done. So that, to me, says that there should be additional testing before they push it go live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, well, I don't know
1: if they did with this. I don't think they did with this, actually. It's cer- I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Well, because they've been better about, like, testing stuff before pushing it to live. Because sometimes they right. just announce stuff, like a week or two before like they'll usually announce it and then when they do they're like hey it's on the test servers go check it out like it'll be like in two or three weeks or something and then they'll push it out then right um but yeah i i don't think i heard anything about their new matchmaking system like other than they announced it and it wasn't put on the test servers and then just suddenly they were like all right it's on live and then it was like oh god this is a fucking mess
0: yeah Oh, well, let's hope they fix it. yeah, and they probably won't.
1: I thought I thought it was I thought it was funny where they learned uh, how to test for things that was like more than two days because there were some times where it was like they would announce something on Monday or Tuesday and being like, "Hey, this is coming to the test servers, and then it'll go live and it would only be on the test servers for like two days. And then they would push it out to live, and it would be not be fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> but they would push it out anyway, but then they revert to it. They'd be like, oh, no, okay, this needs more testing. But <laughs> well,
0: we tested it.
1: <laughs> we tested it on the live servers where everyone's playing it.
0: Sounds like the TF2 days.
1: Yeah, more or less.
0: Uh, last bit of big news we have here. There was a video that went up early one morning last week. ...of what appeared to be a Rocksteady-developed Harry Potter RPG. It was up, and then it was immediately scrubbed from the internet. (laughs) You can find mirrors now. Yeah. Uh, But it showed a third-person RPG, Hogwarts, where you would create your own wizard who is currently going to Hogwarts, had skill trees and different magic abilities... Looked pretty cool. Uh, Eurogamer was reporting shortly thereafter that they that it is real, but it is not Rocksteady developing it. Mm-hmm. This is just from sources. Rocksteady never issued an actual statement. Yeah. So it might it might actually be them. Mm. Like we don't we don't know. weren't
1: weren't they working on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? That was a rumor. That was never confirmed.
0: No one knows what Rocksteady has been working on. It's they've been under wraps on it. Huh. Much like, uh, retro, no one knows what the fuck these companies are working on.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, I, I can, I'm sure after with Arkham Knight getting released, especially the PC, the PC port, Mm. and how they got blasted for that, I'm sure they're probably like, alright, we're just gonna be quiet for now. We're gonna be quiet and we're gonna focus and make this next
0: one work right. Yeah. Hopefully. But as someone who has not read all of the Harry Potter books, nor seen all of the Harry Potter movies, that f- the
1: fucking footage looked dope. Like, that looked real cool. That looked real good. Yeah, yeah. And that was something, like, after finishing reading the books, and I'm still going through the movies, Uh, I was like, man, there should just be... Like, I was kind of more excited for the... Um, Oh what is it? It's the one that's made by the guy that did Stardew where he's he's doing a uh Oh shit. I, I forgot what it's called, but um but he's doing basically a fucking wizard uh RPG ish kind of game that's like the visually still looks like Stardew. Um but it should have like the same amount of depth to it. Spellbound. That's it. Yeah. Like it, it
0: is literally
1: the Hogwarts simulator. Yeah, and, like, that was the game that I was, like, as I was finishing up Harry Potter, I was like, holy shit, that's the fucking game, like, I am ready for. Like, give me a game like that. But if there's a game like this that's coming out that's, like, fucking, like, third person and, like, really nicely detailed and actually a, a licensed Harry Potter game... <laughs> That isn't the the shitty fucking microtransactions mobile game that is available right now. (laughs) Like, uh, give me give me fucking that. Give me that.
0: I I I think both of those games can exist independent of each other. Oh Um, yeah, Spellbound looks fucking incredible.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not saying like one should come out and the other one shouldn't. Like, I'll probably fucking get both because right. Because I will do anything Chucklefish makes. Like, <laughs> let, sign me the fuck
0: up. You're right. I, I it was just really surprising, and also that looked really complete. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked real close to like being out, and for this to be completely under wraps until now,
1: or at least just maybe to show a trailer, to like really show an in depth trailer to be like, hey, this is where it is, and it's coming out early next year or some shit. That's that was kind of my thought. As soon as I saw that, I'm
0: like this looks really complete, really done. We we're not sure who's going to make it. This feels like a game awards announcement mm. to turn around and be like out in February. Right. Yeah. Which fuck, yeah, sure. Like we don't know what's coming out early next year and January February has become a new big release window. Mm-hmm. For a lot of games that's wide open right now for next year
1: fucking hell even even january with uh resident evil 2 remake coming Mm -hmm. out that yeah that's about it but i mean it's kind of weird because i feel like capcom has kind of figured that out in a sense where it's like it's the beginning of the year like people are playing their games all throughout that month of january like what they got for christmas it's like maybe they could be getting tired of it or maybe they finish it so that's like bam here's a new fucking game end of january yeah. like resident evil baby <laughs> well resident evil 7 came out what February? early it was like it no it was like january like 10th it was like early january
0: yeah i i just remember playing that
1: it was like super as early I was
0: snowed in january 24th end of january okay so it was 2017.
1: I thought it was earlier, but yeah. Still
0: it's still a fucking great game if right at that same release window. Yeah. So that's that's my take. That's my hot prediction. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna announce it then.
2: Yeah, I can see that happening. I, I'm really excited. There's just so much of that world that you can do with the art with the RPG style. Like there's just mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. things that you can fucking do. And I'm really excited to see like where they take the story what they what time period they choose or have chosen to like actually explore if it's before Harry Potter or after Harry Potter or yeah like I'm just really interested to see the choices that they make um, The
0: rumor right now is that it's set during James Potter's time at Hogwarts. Oh, Yeah, yeah that'd be a
1: good time, yeah.
2: What what yeah, what I was thinking was it might be like while Like Voldemort's coming to power and basically like, Mm. yeah, gaining Death Eaters and shit like that. Like, that was my idea of what's what's happening and like maybe people on the outside trying to stop that um, Mm -hmm. type of thing. That would be pretty cool to see something like that.
0: Well, also Harry Potter surprisingly has not really had a lot of good games. They've, uh, they've had a lot of games, but nothing that's really been a blockbuster standout. Yeah, well, Not something that makes me right a kind of eh Harry Potter fan excited, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I suppose. I mean, because there were some of those like straight up licensed Harry Potter games that that did come out like fucking I don't know what like PS One, PS One Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well. Yeah. Look at that shit. Well, yeah. Now we have our cover art. But, I mean, god damn it. Uh, I mean, but but some of those games in those eras, from what I've heard, was really good. Mm. Yeah. Like, as as a like third-person Harry Potter game. I remember
0: watching Steve play a whole lot of the Quidditch World Cup game. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: oh, my God, I played the shit out of that game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> loved
0: that game. Yeah.
2: It was a lot of fun. Was- it's not a good game, but it was a lot of fun.
1: Was it like a... Yeah. Like PUBG. Uh, was yeah. it like... <laughs> <laughs> was, was it like a standalone game? Like, what was it yeah, called?
2: Yeah, it was the Quidditch World Cup. It was a standalone game. That's, that's, that's all it was called? It was called. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: It was... A, yeah, like, no, you should look it up.
2: It, it was... It was... Yeah, it wasn't, like, terrible, but it wasn't great. It was just... It was a lot of fun.
1: <clears throat> Again... Okay. Uh, yeah. No. PS2. Holy shit.
2: Yep. Um, huh. Yeah. I mean, and then you have the Lego Harry Potters, which.
1: Right. You know. I mean, it's a Lego game, so. Like
2: those games, and they were they were fun.
0: Yep. I I really hope this one comes out and it's just as impressive as it appears it might be. Yeah. yeah. That's my only concern. And that'll pretty much do it for the news. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, moving on to emails. You can email us at utterlygeek at gmail.com. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K at gmail.com. If you send them there, we'll answer them here at this point in the show. You can also reach us on Instagram at UtterlyGeek. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K on Instagram. We've got posts. You can comment. You can like, subscribe. <laughs> Speaking of like, commenting, subscribing, and following, we're also on YouTube at UtterlyGeek. I constantly forget to bring that one up. That's, That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K. You can comment there. We don't really interact with comments on the, on the videos themselves. But if we have a good question, we'll bring them up in the show. Mm -hmm. And we did, I know for a fact, receive a good question
1: last week. Yes. Well, it was two weeks ago? Maybe we didn't address it last time? I I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, uh, Sure, whatever. Anyway, uh, no, we got one. We have one. Uh, From Johnny Wellman, uh, who commented on one of our gaming news, Uh, he said... You mean they're making you pay more money to play the DLC a month after Spider-Man was released. That is a rip-off. They could put that stuff in. The game, when it came out, this is why Sony's anti-consumer. They rip fans off. This is outrageous. All right. Also said Sony is anti-consumer to add there as a separate comment. <laughs> I guess he <laughs> ran out of space. So. Which I don't believe because you can add a no. lot in the fucking comments <laughs> of YouTube. Yes, Uh, I am going to respectfully
0: disagree that, A, they are anti-consumer with this move. Also, B, a month after release dropping DLC, it's not bad because there's much worse. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about anti-consumer and bad DLC, let's talk about Mass Effect 3 from (laughs) Ashes. Day 1. This was a DLC pack that was $10 on launch day. If you didn't buy the ultra-expensive edition, you didn't have this unless you forked out an additional $10. Mm. Essentially raising the price of the game from $60 to $70. Some people said, oh, but it's optional. Except when you realize it adds a Prothean character to your squad. In Mass Effect, the Protheans are a fucking highly regarded ancient race that is supposed to be extinct. That is anti-consumer, that is manipulative, and that is fucking terrible. Yeah. Releasing DLC that, after a month of release, for a game that feels really
1: complete without it?
0: Now, we don't know... Do, do we know what that DLC
1: is yet? Yeah. Uh, the first chapter is all about Black Cat.
2: Okay. Sounds uh, like
1: an extra DLC. Yeah, and, I mean in in the game you're doing a side quest that involves a Black Cat but she's not actually there it's just mm-hmm. like she's got all these little points scattered around New York City that you find and then you have to like do this stupid little um, mini game of spotting her little cat all throughout the city so like sure there's that and it, it's kind of like It's kind of, like, building up to it, I guess, like, because it was, like, you don't really see her. You hear her because she's, like, talking because she leaves little messages for you at, like, at every little spot that you find. But, yeah, like, even after you get to all of them, it's, like, she still doesn't show up or anything, but this is where this first DLC is supposed to be, like... She does finally arrive in New York City and like she's performing some kind of heist or something. And, you know, Spider-Man got a Spider-Man and try to stop her and all those things. All right.
0: That that kind of feels a little manipulative because she isn't in the main game, but they hint at her so much. Mm-hmm. But I guess not egregiously. So, yeah, but I don't know.
2: They don't hint hit like she's just. In the story, as like, hey, look what I'm doing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't. I I think I'm okay with with this DLC because it's it's black like a black cat story, and it's not adding to the actual game story, the core story. Yeah. Like, so it's like it, they're really giving you more of a choice and saying, hey, this is yeah. shit. If you really enjoyed the Spider-Man experience and you want more, here it is. But you don't need it because it's. Just a side story, mm-hmm. you know.
0: It's not like Batman: Arkham City, in which you could not play as Catwoman <laughs> unless you forked out an additional fifteen dollars yeah. and got half of the game, right? Because her story tied directly into everything else.
1: Yeah, that again, super manipulative and terrible. Yeah, yeah. And so- I and I feel like Spider-Man as. Just as a base game, I feel like is a complete game. It's nothing where I felt like it was something cut out. I wasn't like, oh man, I really wish fucking the black hat story was in here. It's more just like, okay, cool. Cool. It's it's exactly as Steve said, where it's like I love exploring this world. I I want to know more. Like I want to be in this world more. So that's why I'm gonna be fucking picking it up.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: And like at the end of the day, if whoever left this comment still feels that it's a ripoff and anti-consumer and so on and so forth fine vote with your wallet don't buy it like no nothing invalidates your feelings on it yeah (laughs) but if you sit there and you complain about it but then you turn around and buy it then that's a problem
2: yeah
1: I will I will always think of the screenshot of what was it Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> <2? laughs> it was the boycott group and then fucking like 90% of those people were playing that fucking game
0: on launch day one. They yep.
1: all bought
0: it you fucking idiots. Yep. Like Yeah. Again, it it doesn't sound manipulative from our standpoint. No, I would but.
2: say I mean it would be more anti-consumer if if it was something that was like oh, we're definitely making a Spider-Man 2 and this is going to be more story that adds into this Spider-Man 2 and they could have put it in there, whatever. You know, that mm. would that would feel like shit to me. But if they're, I mean, it's obviously they want to milk, they're going to want to milk this game because it's a big fucking mm-hmm. game and people are going to enjoy it, but they gave a complete game and I w- want to explore more so I'll probably get their DLC. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I am <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm kind of annoyed with it but I'm just like you know I don't think it's anti-consumerism I think it's just smart business on their part like yeah that? it's like
0: hey take take an amazingly popular yeah, game
2: we made a full game and we're gonna make DLC for you because it's fun so we're gonna make you fork out or not make you but you're you're gonna want to fork out 15 more dollars because we gave you such a good game.
0: Right. It's not like Prince of Persia 2008, where they actually <laughs> locked the real ending behind DLC. Oh, God. Or Assassin's Creed 2, where there were clear-cut chapters in the timeline that show up as holes <laughs> in the timeline oh, Jesus, that came back that. as DLC. Yeah. It's not like the original Dragon Age, in which you would receive... S- people running up to you saying hey i've got a quest for you come save my family and then the quest log pops up and says this is dlc (laughs) and you can't get it Uh, out of your quest log because it uh, was dlc listen (laughs) if you want to go down this road we can devote an (laughs) entire episode to manipulative and terrible dlc
1: packages Underlay geek dissects DLC packs. <laughs>
0: Not a bad idea. Not a bad. We've been idea. doing.
1: We've been doing games. Be we could just do like actual concepts. concepts. Yeah, yeah, like I'd be down for that.
2: That would be. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. That would be fun.
0: Well, thank you for giving us <laughs> a new show idea. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, did Did anyone want to add anything else to that?
1: Uh. I mean, I don't, I don't consider, uh, hey man, I mean, fucking Sony makes some mistakes, like how every other, like how Microsoft makes mistakes and Nintendo makes mistakes. I wouldn't consider them really anti-consumer. They're just fucking, each of them just made some bad decisions and they're backpedaling. Honestly, they either try to backpedal or they just say, fuck it, we're not doing it.
0: Yeah, in this case, Sony, I don't think, is making a a misstep. They're just releasing expansion content for a wildly popular game. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: It's fine. Uh, We're also on Twitter at UtterlyGeek. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G eek caught myself <laughs> on twitter caught
1: yourself on my fuck up <laughs>
0: yeah uh you can also watch us live on twitch that's twitch.tv slash cpt you can watch with us live ask questions if it's pertinent to the current conversation wally will interject with it otherwise we'll answer them here
1: nothing nothing today
0: nothing cool that'll kick us over to new releases for your coming week it's a pretty good week Uh, This is for the dates of October 9th through October 15th. Here we go. Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Nice. Coming out PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on October 9th. Uh, Pinball FX3 Williams Pinball Volume 1 is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The only reason I note this is because this is the first time Pinball FX has had the Williams Table License. Ah. So I'm, in particular, very curious to see how that works out for them. Nice. Uh, that seems to be it for the PS4 releases. Switching over to Xbox One, we're not going to see much more because it is Xbox One. <laughs> uh, actually, I did not that didn't... No, I'm sorry. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 <laughs> comes out October 12th. PS4, Xbox One, and PC.
1: So... Have fun with
0: that one. You know, Uh,
1: I... I, Side rant. I don't know why, but when when Black Ops 4 was announced, people were like, Switch? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, (laughs) really? You think that fucking game is going to be able to handle the fucking capacity of that game?
0: Yeah, well, you know, they came out on the Wii and
1: the (laughs) Wii U. Well, drastically reducing... And in their own ecosystem,
0: but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't do it on Switch. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Switch. The fuck am I reading? Goosebumps, (laughs) the game. Yes. (laughs) October 9th on the Switch. Hey, man, I'm ready for Halloween. Yeah, no, fuck. I am too, man. (laughs) Uh, Child of Light, October 11th on the Switch. It's a good fucking game. That's a game I still have that <laughs> I can't even touch. I have it on so many platforms, and I've never finished it. I've listened to the soundtrack for many more hours than I have ever played the game. <laughs> that soundtrack's real fucking good. Uh, Tricky Towers, October 11th on mm. the Switch. That's, that's, that's a very a good
1: game. Very, very good game. That's a good Tetris-like.
0: Yeah, it's a weird local multiplayer Tetris stack-em-up if that's the mode you play <laughs> with physics. Yeah. Uh and it looks like the last big release for Nintendo Switch is The World Ends With You Final Remix October 12th on the Switch. We got one more this week, gentlemen. We have a Nintendo 3DS release. Oh jeez.
1: Oh boy.
0: Luigi's Mansion the original GameCube classic October 12th. Huh. Wow. On the 3DS.
1: Uh, okay. Huh, interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's. I I hate continually saying this every time a 3DS game comes out, but that should really be on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering they just announced Luigi's Mansion 3. Just I, maybe they
1: might do A, I don't a know. collection. Yeah, maybe it'll just ah, be like. you can help. Yeah, like you know, when three comes out, it's like, hey, we have a trilogy that's also now available for Switch as well, or Mm -hmm. some shit.
0: Pre-order the Super Advanced Collector's Edition to get all of them in one bundle. That would be a pre-order worth getting. Right, comes with a vacuum. Mm
2: -hmm. Hooray! (laughs) Oh
0: man, the Poltergust Twenty Thousand, it'd be so good. Uh, That'll do it for the news portion. If you're listening live, stay tuned. We'll be back with the social hour. If you're listening to this recorded, social hour will be up on Thursday.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks
0: for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye.